We demand real oversight against this weaponized government. Just look at the bribery. If tens of millions of dollars flowing from foreign corrupt people into the bank accounts of the Biden family wasn't enough for actual impeachment, why were we even looking? Joe Biden deserves impeachment for converting the vice presidency into an ATM machine for virtually his entire family. We all see it. We all know it. Now, moments ago, Speaker McCarthy endorsed an impeachment inquiry. This is a baby step following weeks of pressure from House conservatives to do more. We must move faster. Now, I will concede that the votes I have called for will likely fail term limits, balanced budgets, maybe even impeachment. I am prepared for that eventuality because at least if we take votes, the American people get to see who's fighting for them and who's willing to tolerate more corruption and business as usual. Mr. Speaker, dust off our written January agreement. You have a copy. Reflect on the spirit of that agreement and build on the start that we had moments ago. Begin to comply. No continuing resolutions, individual spending bills are bust, votes on balanced budgets and term limits, subpoenas for Hunter Biden and the members of the Biden family who've been grifting off of this country, and the impeachment for Joe Biden that he so richly deserves. Do these things or face a motion to vacate the chair. I mean, he makes an important point that... In addition to what he said there, there are not the votes to support an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. And yet you continue to push Speaker McCarthy on that. Why is he wrong when I think the numbers are, frankly, on his side? Well, let's take the votes. I think that it is it is an illusion of Washington that you can't put anything on the floor that's not going to pass. I actually think that our representative republic would be more vibrant if we had more votes that were uh, not always just predetermined, right? And so if we put an impeachment inquiry on the floor and it didn't pass, well, then the people who didn't vote for it would have to be responsive to their voters. That's the way this whole thing works. And while Ken Buck and I have strong disagreement on the quality of the evidence against Joe Biden, it's interesting to note, he is one of my strongest allies on the spending matter. So we can disagree on impeachment. We can agree on spending. It shows that the issues aren't particularly linked. As, as to the quality of the evidence, though, I just have to say, I mean, we do have bank records, devices, laptops, travel records, changes in administration policy. Seems like pretty strong evidence not, to me. None of which links President Biden to... Well, it was uh, Joe any, Biden on the phone. None of which... He was calling into the meetings. Wait, Abby, are you actually trying to tell your viewers that, that you don't believe that Joe Biden was involved in Hunter Biden's business deals? it's not so about, case. It's not about what I believe. It's about whether, whether there is evidence that President Biden is linked to the misdeeds that uh, might be linked to Hunter Biden. That's the issue. Uh, but I want to get a, back. I, I do want to. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, come look, on. He was. He, wait, hold on. Can you just acknowledge that when it, he calls into the business no, 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 deals no, no, no. that he's involved? This is when not, he calls into the to the dinners. Not about, you don't think that's involvement? This is, first of all, this is not about innuendo. It's not about what I believe. It's a question. Do you have evidence? If you had evidence that Joe Biden was linked to uh, Hunter Biden's business deals in a way that is illegal, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You would probably have the votes for an impeachment inquiry, but you don't. Because well, of people I, like Ken Buck and people like Don Bacon and many others in your conference. 
I see the evidence differently. I think that we need to, that's why we need to have the votes and have the debates and have the hearings. And again, they represent their constituents just like I represent mine. Even in my remarks on the floor today, I disclaim and acknowledge all that you're saying. But when we just bundle it up and act as if this Biden family corruption isn't happening and we're not going to do anything about it, well, then Americans of all stripes start to lose faith in the oversight capabilities of the Congress and, and really in the impeachment power that uh, gives us the, the requisite checks and balances that are necessary. Well, look, I mean, there are a lot of members who uh, worry and Republicans who worry that by starting an impeachment inquiry to try to find evidence that you probably should have before you start the inquiry, you cheapen the process. Chris Christie said something very similar this week. Oh well, Chris Christie. Uh, gosh, I I stopped taking advice from him when on, he was uh, when the, he was, subs- was recommending the, Christopher Ray subs- for jobs. But on the yeah, substance, but on, of on that. the substance, look, you want to talk about how long we've had the evidence? The FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop since 2019. So this inquiry isn't just going to be into the Bidens and the bad things they've done. It's also going to be in the cover up, and we do have that evidence. We I, I was deposing Tim Tebalt today. Today I was asking questions about the role of the Foreign Interference Task Force to go and designate any derogatory information about uh, the Bidens con- as foreign di- disinformation when that was part of the cover-up. Let me, let, me, let me just move on here because I'm going to reiterate to the audience because we need to be clear. There is not evidence linking President Biden to anything illegal having to do with Hunter Biden. However, uh, I want to ask you about what Congresswoman <laughs> but Nancy Mace... That's a key... Wait, hold on. You did a key caveat you, let there. Me, no, no, no. It's about... I'm just there's no evidence linking President Biden to anything illegal that you are alleging that Hunter Biden did. Getting getting the Ukrainian prosecutors fired. Congresswoman Nancy Mace says that you and other, you know, MAGA members of the Congress are bullying moderates. She considers herself to be a moderate. In effect, by putting a lot of seats, Republican-held seats, in jeopardy next year. Are you concerned about that as you plot the strategy of having countless votes on things that you have just acknowledged in this interview you don't have the votes for? Yeah, I think we should have countless votes even if we lose. And I don't think that's legislative bullying. I think that's legislating. I actually think that that's what can sand off some of the rough edges of the policy and procedural choices that we have to make to run the country. So if there are members of Congress who think that taking tough votes is bullying, I guess they shouldn't have run for the position. Uh, And, you know, here, yeah, there are going to be some people who are going to be in a tough spot, but their constituents deserve to know where they are. And frankly, I, I just think that that comes with be- being a member of the United States Congress. What does what is, what is the polling show us about how Americans feel about what McCarthy's now launched? Yeah, so, you know, why is Kevin McCarthy doing what he's doing? It's because he's feeling a lot of pressure from Republican congressmen and the Republican base. So let's start off with the polling, all right? Republican voters who think Joe Biden did something illegal regarding his son's business dealings. This number tells you basically everything that you need to know. The vast majority of Republican voters nationwide believe that Joe Biden did something illegal regarding Hunter Biden's business dealings. And they're putting a lot of pressure on their own congressman. Of course, Kevin McCarthy has a bit of a math problem going on here, right? Because he has a five-seat majority. So basically, you know, if five Republicans go against him, that could be big trouble for him. And remember, there were 20 Republicans who voted against Kevin McCarthy for speaker. Those are on the right. Those are pressuring him to launch this impeachment inquiry. 
And then, of course, there's the 18 Republicans who represent districts that Joe Biden won in 2020. So he's feeling this tug from the right, pushing him towards this impeachment inquiry. And then he's feeling that tug from the middle, basically saying, no, we don't want to go there. It's a really hard math problem for Kevin McCarthy. What about Americans overall outside of just Republicans, Democrats, independents? Yeah. So take a look here. I think there's this idea that a lot of Republicans believe, hey, Donald Trump's in trouble. So let's put Joe Biden in trouble, too. But Americans don't see it this way. So voters overall who think they did something illegal overall, just 38 percent of Americans believe that Joe Biden did something illegal with regards to his son's business dealings. Take a look here, though. Fifty three percent of Americans believe that Donald Trump did something illegal trying to overturn the 2020 election. So Americans overall do not see these two things equally. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned independence. Yeah. I think there are a lot of Democrats who are sort of salivating at the idea of being able to do something on this because independents do not like Joe Biden. Sixty six percent of them hold an unfavorable view of him. But get this, just 34 percent of them think he did something illegal. So I think there are a lot of Democrats who are looking at these numbers and basically saying, hey, Republicans are going to go a bridge too far here. And maybe we're going to be able to turn this around on its head and basically be like, you know what? Bring this forward because this is a fight that they want to have. It's something they think could help Joe Biden, especially going into 2024. Wilfred Brimsley at the end of absence of malice. Show me your evidence, counselor. Show, show me accounts. Right? We'll get some subpoenas. Now, you can go upstairs and get some subpoenas and bring them down and have to, but give me, give me your case. And poor, I forget the guy's name at the end. He couldn't make the case against, you know, Paul Newman. But then again, who could? Paul Newman never looking any better than he did leaning up <laughs> against the wall and at the end of absence of malice. Going, I think everybody here is just doing their job. But anyway, they couldn't make the case and they can't make the case now. I can make a case, though. For Kevin McCarthy, and mm. that case is, Kevin, you need to tell people to go to hell. If somebody ever said to me. Immediate total compliance yes. or we will remove you. Let, well, let me just ask you, Mika. What, yes. what if somebody ever said to me in any situation oh my. at the gates of hell, if <laughs> Satan said to me, <laughs> immediate total compliance or what? Yeah, we will remove you. Yeah, or we will remove you. I would say again, F and F O. It is not too early. You know, it's like almost noon in London. Okay. That's right. And we got a lot of people watching okay. in London. Okay, oh. let's, 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 let's. Let's uh, bring it. We got so much more to go, including a uh, blockbuster. Uh, David Ignatius, the mouthpiece for the Central Intelligence Agency that doubles as a columnist for the Washington Post, has come out overnight with a blockbuster piece. We're going to get to a little bit later that uh, says that Joe Biden should step to should not run in 2024. The administrative state has just voted uh, about Joe Biden. He's going to have no air cover. Remember that 34 percent and the 38 percent. That's going to change radically as the information comes out. Remember, America hasn't seen any of this yet. That's what they don't. America hasn't seen any of this. The war room posse has. We've gone through in detail, but America hasn't seen any of the evidence, which will be overwhelming. Uh, also, inflation, uh, core inflation, 0.3% uh, increase. That's without food and gasoline and energy exploding. We got EJ is going to join us. Uh, Brad's going to join us about that. We're going to start with Congressman. Uh, ben Klein from Virginia 6. Congressman Klein, you're now in the middle of the firestorm. Put in perspective, the, the big thing is is the budget 
is uh, the appropriations, everything with McCarthy. But do you believe with Matt Gates that that a Chairman McCarthy must come into immediate and total compliance with what he committed to you guys back in January, sir? Boy, I agree with Matt Gates that this impeachment inquiry is a baby step, but it's a step in the right direction. Uh, McCarthy really had no choice because the evidence is overwhelming. Uh, we have investigations going on in judiciary, in oversight, in ways and means. We are not where we were one year ago when Joe Biden said, I had no contact with Hunter Biden's business associates, never was involved. The evidence that's been coming out over the last year plus has, has been uh, significant, to say the least. And so it's a responsible step to take that uh, impeachment inquiry to the next level, to be able to have that authority to get the information we need. Because quite frankly, the Biden administration, the Obama archives, it's all been stonewall after stonewall after stonewall, not complying. And so to get that compliance, to get the uh, bank records that are necessary, we have some bank records, we need more bank records to establish how much Biden was paid, when he was paid in relation to the Ukrainian prosecutor being fired. All of these questions that are being asked will be laid out for the American people, and then judiciary will follow the facts where they lead uh, in a formal impeachment process if that's necessary. You saw the two-thirds, 66% of independents had enough of Biden already. But the number about did he do anything wrong, the 34% they quote and then the 38%, 38% of the American people, 34%. Is it your belief, given what you know now, that as that evidence gets out into the mainstream, and they've already sent, White House has already sent a letter to CNN and MSNBC today, say we don't want you to show any of it. Do you believe that the American people will have an awakening also on the criminality of the Bidens? Absolutely. The more that my constituents learn about uh, the, what Hunter Biden has been engaged in, uh, what Joe Biden has been engaged in, the texts that are coming out, Hunter Biden saying, I have to give half my salary to pops. Well, uh, it's not a big guy. Uh, There's no uh, question about who pops is. So uh, we have to get to the bottom of these issues. And the more that they come out, the more the American uh, population is going to change their tune when it comes to uh, what Joe Biden did and whether or not it was criminal and a high crime or misdemeanor. Uh, right before we go, because I, I, I want to hold you through the break, i got a couple more questions on this side, but real quickly, you believe, and you believe in representing your constituents, all your constituents, that this is a reasonable and necessary step, sir? It is. Uh, an impeachment inquiry is not impeachment. It is simply uh, making sure that we have the powers in Congress to get the information, to get the evidence necessary to decide where to go next. And we will follow the facts where they lead on the Judiciary Committee, but this is a, a prudent step forward. Uh, Congressman, just hang on for one second. We'll take a short break. I want to ask you about this, uh, the, um, the clean CR, the appropriations process, all of it. It is uh, Wednesday, 13 September in the year of our Lord, 2023. You're in the war room. We're going to return with Congressman Ben Klein from the Commonwealth of Virginia next. The former KGB colonel, Vladimir Putin, who, by the way, is no friend of the United States, called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS conference in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to fall. We call this 
the de-dollarization movement. Now, as demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar weakens. That is why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. With thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Text Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon at 989898 to claim your free information kit. Use your agency. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. As you can tell, we were so jammed we couldn't even bring the show in uh, to, to start, and we are packed from now till noon and then 5 to 7. Uh, as we told you, we were coming back off August recess. It's Wednesday, 13 September, year of early 2023. Congressman Ben Klein from the Commonwealth of Virginia, Virginia 6, joins us. Uh, Congressman, you're on you're on many of what we call the power committees, judiciary, appropriations, budget. I you, mean, you, you're, you're, you're in the middle. You're in the eye of the storm. Uh, I just want to ask you, when you spend time back with your constituents, Virginia 6 is home of patriots, hardworking Americans, common sense, kind of the backbone of the country. Where were their heads at? What did they tell you over the break? Well, they are very concerned because they've seen what's happened to their budgets, the squeeze that's been on from inflation over the last year. They see it at the pump. They see it at the grocery store. The farmers are seeing it in the, in the cost of fertilizer. So uh, they've seen the impact of all of the spending on inflation, and they want the spending to stop because they want us to get inflation under control. So we've been pushing hard to bring spending down below, back to pre-COVID levels. That's all we're asking, 2021 levels. That wasn't really that long ago, and we weren't in such dire circumstances for spending. At that point, we were still running deficits, but we just want to bring it back so that we can start to address uh, the wasteful spending of the Pelosi-Biden years and uh, begin to restore some normalcy to our fiscal s- state. Okay, so, so so the government increased spending by 40% over over pre-COVID levels. Where, where do we stand? You're on appropriations. We were, you know, uh, Gates is coming to immediate and total compliance. Really, the heart of that is not impeachment. The heart of that is really about the appropriations process and, and the spending of money. Where do, and from your perspective, where do we stand? We got, what, 10 days left, 11 days, legislative days, before midnight on the 30th. Where do we stand with the appropriations process right now, sir? Well, nobody wants to shut down. We're trying to get appropriations bills done. Uh, the ones that have come out and the ones that the speaker wants to lead with our Republican priorities, uh, veterans, military spending, uh, border security. So these are the bills, but these are the bills that spend up from pre-COVID levels. And the understanding that conservatives want, the Freedom Caucus is asking for, is that we have a, a reciprocal reduction in spending on the other, the woke and weaponized, the education department, the commerce department, the labor department. All of these agencies need to be defunded just a lot. And so 
Uh, we are trying to come to that agreement, uh, but this leadership is uh, reluctant to enter into any other agreement other than uh, the the debt ceiling agreement, which we feel went too far and spent too much. So there's going to be tremendous pressure. I mean, a lot of people are thinking that the impeachment inquiry, you're in judiciary is a logical step, but that's a shiny toy for the hardcore, you know, MAGA right. Uh, and I've talked to virtually all of them and people are not buying it. They're saying, Hey, this is actually, we got to get to the Biden situation because it's bribery. It cuts to the core of running the nation. But we're spinning out of control here, and nobody's offering a plan. It's too, as we said on the show, when the budget deal was cut, we said here is going to be $2 trillion. And people laughed at us and said, no, it's going to be a trade, $2 trillion. Now that number's in perpetuity. You just, you just do the math, unless there's dramatic reductions. If that doesn't happen, in your mind's eye, where do we go from here? On the 30th of September, tell, just walk me through what you think is the basic scenario we're going to have. Well, as we said, nobody wants to shut down, and any conversation about a continuing resolution has to uh, acknowledge that we can't continue the Pelosi spending of last year's omnibus uh, lame duck bill. Uh, we have to stop uh, the woke and weaponized government. We have to stop the, the trillions in uh, wasteful spending, and, and we have to actually begin to move in the direction of funding border security uh, and actually addressing the needs that, that our country is facing. So any CR has to include policy like HR2, our border security bill. Uh, and we're in discussions with leadership about that, letting him know, the Freedom Caucus is letting leadership know that that's an important part of anything beyond uh, September 30th to keep this government fun funded. We want to avoid a shutdown, but we have to start fixing what has been so wrong with our spending up to this point. Last question, the conference. When is, I understand you had conversation this morning. They're going to go on tomorrow judiciary. I think they're going to talk about the investigations. When is the conference going to sit around and actually get to the bottom of what they're prepared to do and not do? Because this is going to be the center of gravity of this, of, uh, of actually trying to set things right here. When do you think the conference will come together on this? Uh, unfortunately, there are a lot of my colleagues who don't feel the need, don't feel that pressure yet. Uh, to come to the table and negotiate. It'll be closer to September 30th. The brinksmanship is really uh, part of the establishment. They, they play this game every year where they push it off. The Senate now wants a continuing resolution until Christmas Eve. Why is that? Because they know that on Christmas Eve, uh, Republicans in the House will agree to anything to get out of town. Uh, so we're going to reject that. We want a short-term CR with policy changes so we can get the rest of these appropriations bills out uh, and conservative spending restored to government. Uh, Congressman Klein, how do people get to you? How do they follow you? Because this fight is going to be quite intense. Uh, Rep. Ben Klein is uh, the, the Twitter, the uh, Instagram, and, and uh, the website, klein.house.gov. Congressman, thank you very much for joining us today. You've got a lot on you on judiciary and appropriations. Good luck over the next couple of weeks. Look forward to having you back. Thanks, Steve. Yep. Dave Brad, you think Klein's putting in 14-hour uh, <laughs> days right now? Um, folks, understand this. As we told you, you're the driver of this. You're the protagonist. And today, just again to prove it, Brother Brat, what have we been telling them? The core inflation's up 0.3%. And that, remember, the yep. core inflation terminology, War Room Posse, 
excludes food and energy. Dave Bratt, your assessment of the number we saw today, and how does it tie back to the conundrum that, that Congressman Klein finds himself in? Yeah, well, uh, Congressman Klein uh, gave a somber message and wasn't too optimistic about any gains. Uh, the inflation numbers coming out right now are, are fairly staggering, uh, with the CPI coming out at 3.7 uh, year over year compared to 3.2 a month back. That's a half point uh, change going up, a half percentage point. Uh, and why does that matter? Uh, that's approaching four now, right? And so we all get lulled. The Fed, Fed Federal Reserve speaks as, well, our target's two. Now, well, at 2%, you're losing 2% of your money through a tax uh, per year. And over 25 years, you lost half your the value of the dollar, right? So don't get lulled into the Fed speak at 2%. The, the target should be 0% inflation. So now we're at 3.7 virgin toward four. And as you noted, uh, the core is up, but all the components are up, right? The food's up uh, significantly, uh, fuel's way up again. And uh, 40 consecutive quarters of shelter, uh, housing prices up. And what really is concerning is a graph by uh, Larry Summers at Harvard. Denver, if you have this graph, if you can put this up, this shows the current cycle we're on. And it, it, it looked like we were going down, right? We're at nine. The gold line is the current trend going down, down, down. But uh, look what Summers posts is another cycle of inflation where it went down, down, down identically to the gold line. And then look at the right of that graph. It goes straight up the mountaintop to an even higher peak. And this is Larry Summers, right? Harvard, MIT, head of the World Bank. It's so hold on. So what is he? This yeah. is about leave that graph up. I want everybody to focus yep. on it. If you're hearing the podcast or you're hearing radio this yep, is why right. you got to get the email. We'll have the graph on yep. there. Tell them why Summers put that up and why is that second pop so important? What is Summers trying to tell us about history? Well, at Summers, uh, you remember about a year ago uh, when the Treasury Secretary was saying inflation is transitory and all this nonsense. Uh, Summers came out and told the truth. Uh, we got an inflation problem, Houston. Now he comes out just a few weeks ago and puts this chart up. Uh, and he's uh, friends with all the Fed uh, presidents, chairman, et cetera. And so he's saying, I see something coming. I see future inflation going up and maybe way up that blue line that goes to the right of the yellow line. That's what he's hinting at could be coming our way right now. So a massive spike in inflation uh, coming our way. Why would that be? Uh, because we just added seven trillion dollar budgets, as you've said, for, as far as the eye can see. And that's why uh, Brother Klein's going to be working 14-hour days, right? The, the, the money supply was jacked up to $9 trillion on the Fed balance sheet, and everyone can argue over the lags on that. But there's no debate on the fiscal spending and stimulus with $2 trillion deficits. That's almost half the size of the budget when I was in Congress, just in stimulative deficit spending. $2 trillion a year, uh, that is going to cause inflation. And Summers knows it. He knows it. And that's this chart he put up. He said, be careful. Be careful. We're in very dangerous uh, territory. Just just uh, I'm going to hold you to the break. Just give me a sense of what's going to happen, because what Matt Gates was talking about compliance, it's compliance with appropriations. What's going to happen as we hurdle towards midnight on the 30th, Brett? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, uh, there's going to be a, a fiscal crisis. Uh, the the leadership, right? McCarthy has to come out, not only do the right thing, but he's got to come out with a bullhorn. 
you see CNN and say, hey, there's something we can do politically with this. Right. Well, there is if the Republican Party does what it always does and doesn't message to the American people. We have all the truth on our side right now. We got seven trillion dollar budgets, nine trillion on the Fed balance sheet, two trillion dollar deficits, 50 trillion in debt in 10 years. If you can't win with that story and that narrative, man, you're holding four aces and a wild card. <laughs> I'm a Christian holding four aces. Right, right. No money. Hang on for a second. <laughs> hang on for a second. Billy Joe Shaver, get thee behind me. Satan's going to take us out. We're going to Darien Gap when we get back. Dave, Brad, EJ, and Tony, Caroline, Wren, Jeff Clark, all of it in a moment. Straight for hell, but I couldn't for my life figure how to help myself. And I said, Get deep behind me, sin, for I commanded in a name. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property inequity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth of average Americans net worth is in their home and home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24 seven shield around your home's title. Let me repeat a 24 hour, seven day a week, 365 day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. This very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. The path forward for the House of Representatives is to either bring you into immediate total compliance or remove you pursuant to a motion to vacate the chair. We have had no vote on term. I want to tap into your expertise, though, because you, you write a column that is, you know, extremely, I think, in a way, it's a very, very strong message for you, David Ignatius, to write this column. And you have spent much of your career spending time writing about or writing with 
the greatest strategic thinkers of our time on world affairs, on foreign policy. And when you look at what Joe Biden has done with NATO and the war in Ukraine and in terms of galvanizing, uh, putting this country back on a track to lead on the world stage, who would be an alternative right now who could do that on day one, a legitimate one? So, uh, Mika, I, I can't name you that person. The thing about the democratic process is that it, 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 it yields answers to questions like that through this uh, amazing phenomenon I still believe in. I, I, I believe that, that open discussion, that uh, 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 nominating campaigns uh, produce clarity, produce candidates, produce leaders. I couldn't agree more that Biden has been a strong leader in foreign policy and in domestic policy, as I wrote, wrote in the column. He has passed some of the most significant domestic social legislation in, in, in decades. In foreign policy, one of the things that I admire most about Biden is that he's gathered a team around him of very solid it. people. Have it. Of, all retread, of all retreads and traitors, um, the bombshell here, you heard, you heard, um, you heard um, Matt Gates right there, out of compliance. That's what this is all about. You saw the hostage video yesterday, McCarthy. McCarthy didn't want to do that. He was forced to do it. But the process itself is going to lead to tremendous results because you're going to put in front of the American people the bribery case of taking money from the Chinese Communist Party. The importance of David Ignatius. For those of you who are longtime viewers of the show, you know him quite well. He's a mouthpiece for the CIA. He is a mouthpiece for the administrative state. He's the Washington Post longtime uh, columnist kind of taken over as one of the wise men. When we go to Morning Joe so often, that's where you're seeing the conventional wisdom every day of the administrative state. And David Ignatius is their comms director. He's their spokesman. Now, the piece we're talking about is a blockbuster because he said he came out and did a detail of all the high hosannas they give give, uh, Biden and all the great things they say about him. It's all this great, 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 but. So everything before the comma, you can throw out. Because he says he should not run again in, uh, in 2024. This is the administration. This means they're not going to get the air cover they need. Why do you think today or last night they sent a blistering letter from the White House to MSNBC and CNN and Fox and all these saying, you've got to start covering, you really got to start challenging and covering uh, the, uh, the impeachment of all this false information that far right-wing media is putting out there. Remember, this has got no play whatsoever in the mainstream media at all. That's where the number's at 34%. It's going to go much higher because the crimes and the bribery, particularly from Ukraine and specifically the Chinese Communist Party, is so in your grill. David Ignatius. Now, if, if we have it, I, I hope uh, I got it to Denver late. The team in Denver, my own producing team, were, actually, we junked the entire show we were going to do and rebuilt the show just hours before the broadcast this morning because of developments overnight and early this morning. Um, but if you see Politico this morning, and I have not seen this in a long time, they actually had a big picture of Gavin Newsom, four articles, four articles all about Gavin Newsom, what Gavin Newsom's thinking, Gavin Newsom, all this Politico. Already, already ready to roll. If Denver, can, do we have that? Can they put that up? They don't have it yet? Uh, terrific. Just tell me when you got it, and I'll call for it again. But it, it, my point is, the wheels are in motion. Biden is not going to have the air cover that like Clinton had uh, when Clinton had to go th- when it was his turn in the barrel. 
And of course, President Trump, they just eviscerate President Trump every day. We're going to get to the 14th Amendment in a second. Uh, Dave Bratt, uh, strategically, the, the central beating heart of this is still the finances, it's still the fiscal crisis, what they want us to take our eye off of. What should the audience be focused on in talking to the representatives about? By the way, the number is 202-225-3121. Call them up and give them what for. You heard Klein. This was not Bannon. It wasn't Brett. It was Klein said a lot of the conference haven't heard from their constituents, so they don't yep. know if spending's a priority or not. And by the way, what, what Congressman Klein was being very judicious in laying out, but the proposal he laid out is not is not is not doable. It won't pass muster to attach a bunch of, you know, things that we want. They're going to feel good to get a CR. If Biden's got to shut down the regime, Biden's got to shut down the regime. Look at the August number on inflation today and tell me until they present a case, until the Senate or until McCarthy or until Hakeem Jeffries or until the illegitimate regime over at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue presents a case of how you get to break even, as we say in investment banking, or a balanced budget, and I'll give you 10 years to get there. But show me the cuts you're going to make on day one. Dave Brett. Yeah, uh, all the political remarks uh, coming up are just my own, uh, but Gates had it uh, precisely right. Everything hangs on the budget because all of the other pieces, right, HR2, uh, the border, uh, impeachment, uh, it's endless wars. They're all crucially uh, important, but they all have to go through the Senate. And so in a sense, they are shiny objects. Should we vote on them? Absolutely. Let's show the American people the stark difference. And the two pieces you just put together, uh, right, on Ignatius, right, bold international agreements and gr the greatest domestic uh, legislation I've ever seen. I mean, that is just so falsifiable on every scientific front, right? <laughs> the two things that matter in the world are international uh, strategy with regard to China, uh, who went full-on yep. Marxist-Leninist in the last CCP uh, speech by Xi. We just pushed Russia, who was not fully in that camp. They're communists, uh, but they have an orthodox uh, Russian background and a Russian people. And we just shoved Russia straight into the China camp that is a disaster, not a an accomplishment. They got and a ton then, of. Secondly, they got, the they got a ton front, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah on, on the economic front, no, the White House spokespeople lately are, are just, you know, the economy is great. It's solid. Biden economics or Biden, whatever the phrase is, it's a disaster. Inflation's back up. GDP growth is low. Productivity's fifty years going down, and we're we're. One fourth going up to one third of our don't, economy is the government sector. What could go wrong? Don't, don't don't take it from us. The day in CNBC, the lead story this morning, I've got it up on Getter. Lowest mortgage demand since 1996. Yeah. Biden over Bidenomics gave you massive spending, gives you massive deficits, gives you massive inflation. Then the Fed's got to step in with massive interest rate uh, kick to try to cool it down, to try to stop the, the raging dumpster fire. And then you're you're feeling it. Check your credit cards right now. Is it is it is it Josh Hawley's got to coming forward to try to cap the the credit card twenty percent the APR twenty yeah. percent it's at twenty seven percent now and you kick in all the fees Brad thank you so much for doing this by the way I just want to make sure right. everybody understands because we're giving a graduate course here to the grassroots because you guys are the this is all about you today in the White House it is the thing they're worried about most is quite frankly not even the impeachment inquiry which is trust me a five alarm fire. The thing that's got them rattled is David Ignatius, the spokesman really for the CIA and the administrative state, has come out and said, you know, 
you got to go. You can't run again. That has got them freaked out because that's like a papal bull from the deep state. And they're going to understand they're not going to have the air cover. They've already sent the, and Abby Phillips last night, Abby, no offense, girl, but if that's the bet, you got to, you got to take your game up. Okay. Matt Gates was a real gentleman, but you had no facts. The producers blown your ear and blown up in your ear. But quite frankly, that was, uh, that was like, uh, you were in high school. So CNN's got to step it up here. He's got to get the yep. facts. And tr- hey, that number of the American people is going to go straight up as the facts come out. But the most important thing today is the administrative state spokesman, David Ignatius, of Washington Post, saying, not only we don't have your back, you've got to go. They are right now. Pritzker, Whitmer, Newsom, and Politico's already voting. Politico's voting Newsom. Uh, Michelle Obama, Big Mike. Right. Oprah's training her up. Hey, they're all sitting there today saying this is a game change. As we said, Trump is not going to face Biden. He's going to face somebody else. It won't be a a, don't won't be a rematch because they understand they can't steal it this time and they can't prop up Biden. Dave, Brett, what's your social media? Yeah, Brett Economics on Getter. I'll be posting this uh, on the CIA. Go read the end of RFK Jr.'s book, chapters nine to the end and go watch him out on uh, all of his YouTubes. Uh, that's coming from a Democrat, uh, wow. and uh, just keep following the wow. war room, right? It's not partisan. It's the truth with a capital wow. T. That's what we need wow. right now in this country, my the head, truth. My, my, my head is blowing right up right there, Dave Brad. Thank you so much for coming Good. on, Good. brother. We love yep. you. God By the way, everybody. there's a couple of three Russia, there's a couple of, a couple of three Christians in Russia too. Just as an aside, uh, can I go? I get Burkwam, I think by satellite phone. We don't. They're in the middle. The footage they're sending from the Darien Gap, and they're in the most dangerous part of it, or getting close to the dangerous part. We're going to try to get it up. Do I have EJ? EJ Antoni, thank you for changing your schedule around, brother. Uh, You warned us about this. EJ, you were at the front saying, hey, don't believe all the happy talk. Inflation is far from dead. This morning, this number, uh, your belief, what it means, and what it means for our audience. Well, Steve, what we're seeing is once again inflation accelerating, and it's amazing how, as we talked about months ago, when the Strategic Petroleum Reserve stopped being drained, that artificial uh, downward pressure on oil prices went away. And as soon as that happened, oil prices went up, and now it's causing the price of everything else to go up as well. In other words, that was hiding the reality that we still have systemic problems in the economy from the government spending, borrowing, and creating way too much money. And this is all resulting in a hidden tax on the American people. That hidden tax now is so bad that it is costing the average American worker more on his hourly wages than federal income taxes are. Hold it. Hit me that again. You're just making my head blow up. Walk me through that slow. We've got a minute or so. Walk me, walk me through that. As burdensome as the taxes are, the inflation now for them is worse. That's exactly right. So believe it or not, the, the, what you are essentially paying to the federal government has doubled under Joe Biden because the amount of money you lose through the hidden tax of inflation, that's a direct wealth transfer from you to the government. So it works exactly like uh, federal income taxes do. The difference is there's no line item on your pay stub that says how much you're paying in inflation, which is why we call it a hidden tax. But it is still a very real tax. And it is so bad today compared to when Biden took office that the average American worker is paying more through inflation than through those federal income taxes. 
Unbelievable. EJ, how do people get to you and follow you? We're going to try to get you back here at 5 and tomorrow to break this down in more detail. Uh, we're just giving a tease for later as EJ goes through the math. How do people follow you, sir? Best place to find me is on Twitter, at Real EJ Antoni. By the way, fantastic work. You called this, uh, and this is uh, this hidden tax is absolutely unbelievable. EJ, thank you so much. Thank you. To, okay, to become we're we're teaching a graduate seminar here in uh, real politique. To become a member, go to birchgold.com slash war slash Bannon right now and get the free um, install all the installments of the end of the dollar empire. The third installment's the debt trap. You have to drill down and read that. Uh, we've got a, a, a precy, a summary of Durban. We talk about de-dollarization, all of it. You have to understand the central part of, of Gates's line of attack is full compliance on the spending. Yes, impeachment and all these other things all going to come in. you got to de-woke, de-weaponize, defund, and cut massively. Go to Birch Gold right now. You'll understand it. Short break. Back in a moment. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to iTargetPro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon. iTargetPro.com. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we're still trying to get Ben uh, and the team, Oscar, down in the Darien Gap. Make sure you also send your person down. They're very dangerous down there, more dangerous now than ever, believe, because of the invasion of the southern border. And they understand the clock's ticking on Biden. The cartels are smart. The people coming up here are smart. They're smart people. You saw yesterday, Ben, ben and Oscar couldn't even get near, they had the four or 5,000 people that had gathered right, or ready to come up in, in kind of a group. They couldn't even get n- that near them because the cell phone, you couldn't get the coverage, we couldn't get the signal. Why? Because they all have cell phones. And, I mean, advanced. They're, they're all talking to each other all the time. So don't think these people are quite rational. They're being invited into the country. Of course they're going to come. Why not? you do it. I would do it. You're going to break the laws of the United States. Hey, they're not going to enforce the law. Let's go do it. It's better, better than the, uh, what we're doing down where we're living. Of course they're going to do that. Uh, the Birch Gold, I need everybody up to speed. Numbers 202-225-3121. You are the protagonist in this drama. You're the driver. The empowerment of Gates is you. Gates is not saying the big army. It's you. The bayonet we had at the back of the hostage video yesterday of Kevin McCarthy, that's you. 
that banner in the back, he didn't want to do that. You can see, was he, how uncomfortable was he when he was up there? So uncomfortable. He does not want to do this. The Sequoia Capital donors don't want to do this. They don't want to do it. They want to spend everything and just, they don't care about the deficits. They're making more money than ever. You're getting crushed. You just heard EJ. We're going to back on tonight, five or maybe tomorrow. You heard that. And they don't care. I'm going to get to another thing. Ignatius is coming out and saying, we understand that Biden's not tenable. The CIA and the administrative state, they understand what you understand in the polling of CNN. It may be 34% today, but it ain't going to be 34% in 90 days because all of a sudden a lot of stuff's going to get dumped out there and people are going to go, oh my God, he said, how did he take $20 million or $30 million and these kids, these grandkids are getting it? Where'd this money go? How'd they afford these houses? That number's going to be in the 60s. Ignatius is a smart guy. The C- Our enemies are smart. The FBI, the CIA, the DOJ, the deep state, the administrative state, they're not stupid. They're evil, but they're not stupid. In the, in the White House today, in the West Wing today, that's the number one part of the discussion. They're burning the phone lines. Going, what in the hell? Who told him that? Why did you say that? Bezos, why did you publish that? And you see the number. They can't get away from what they've done. That's the inflation number, burning your house down. This is why on HTL, I keep telling you, the mortgage rates dropped since 1996. The second mortgage is used to take out to fix your home. That's at a 25 or 30-year low. Why? Because the numbers 8 to 10% are higher. You're not going to take it out. But somebody on the cyber is going to get that once to get that mortgage and take out the second with the hard money lender and get cash. That go to home title lock. Make sure that that can't happen to you. Immerse yourself now. This is graduate school of the school of hard knocks. And you deliver them hard. Do you think Kevin Kevin McCarthy walked to those sticks yesterday because of you, this audience? Now, I want to bring in two people. We've got to get to this 14th Amendment. I told you this is going to be a big deal. I've got the theoretical legal with Jeff Clark over at CRA, and i got the hard-nosed real politique from Caroline, uh, Caroline Wren. We're going to get to both of it. But, Clark, i got three or four minutes here. I want you to go back and make the case of both aspects of this, of why, from a constitutional perspective, this is – I just want the audience to understand. This is completely and to- totally phony. Right, we're going to get to why it's such a big deal in a second. But I just want you to go back and walk out, take two or three minutes, and walk us through both aspects of why this is this is uh, completely phony, sir. Sure, Steve. So look, uh, you know, you had your alliteration of dewoke, deweaponize, add defang the massive lawfare against President Trump, and that's what we're trying to do here. Let me do a little war room uh, law school class about the first part of the argument, which I didn't get to yesterday, about the text and structure of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. If they could put it up on screen, Steve, you'll see that it starts, right? It says, nobody shall be a senator, a representative, an elector for president of the United, of the president or vice president or hold any you know, general, civil, or military office or uh, under a state, right? There's a hierarchy. It goes from highest to lowest. You know what's missing from that first sentence, Steve? It's the president or the vice president. They are not there. They were left out of it. And that was explicit. And, you know, it's particularly glaring, right, to see that they reference the electors for the president and vice president, but they don't reference the president or the vice president themselves. This provision of the Constitution doesn't even apply to try to block President Trump or whomever he chooses as his vice presidential candidate. And that's just the basic textual and structural analysis. Um, it, 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 also yesterday, give me the piece yesterday. I sure. want to get and both piece, pieces combined to show that this is totally phony. 
Yes, and there are other pieces to the first part, like Section 5 of the, fir- uh, of the 14th Amendment uh, and uh, the fact that this is a political question and the fact that no one could show standing. Uh, but let me put those to the side for a second, just do the recap of yesterday. So yesterday, uh, I talked about the fact that uh, the president was acquitted in the one art- of the one article of impeachment they brought against him in the second impeachment of violating Section 3. And that failed the impeachment standard, the two-third trial standard in the Senate of the United States uh, by about 10 votes. And given that, that is a nationwide determination that is preclusive and bars any attempt to do anything different. And then, you know, Steve, as I explained yesterday, they, the framers set up a trial-like process for a reason. They made it that the chief justice of the United States would have to preside because it was a trial and it evokes what we learned from our uh, you know, uh, British uh, history, which is that the House of Lords actually conducts cases. So that is preclusive. That is the final word. The whole idea that there was an insurrection that President Trump participated in or that he gave aid and comfort to, that was all rejected in the failed second impeachment. And that is also independently preclusive of this wacky argument. Kay Clark, I need you to hang around. Ren, I need you to hang around. We're going to go to break. I got Laura Logan on the other side, a major new uh, multi-part film on J6 uh, that she is hosting and interviewed in uh, is going to break. We got so much. We're going to go to New Mexico. There's a big case out in California today about transitioning kids that parents don't have uh, don't have control over. Um, It is jam packed in the second hour. But we got to stay on this issue about the 14th Amendment. Billy Joe Shaver is going to take us out. Get thee behind me, Satan. Pretty Paul right now, brother. Back in a moment, the world. Get thee behind me, Satan. Oh, I command in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I looked into the mirror and I couldn't see myself. The demons that were in me. And turned me wrong side out I knew inside my soul I was a headed straight for hell But I couldn't for my life Figure how to help myself And I said Get deep behind me, sin For I commanded in the name of- I will tell you who the unsung heroes of the COVID pandemic are Of course, the frontline workers But what about those business owners who hung in there and paid their employees? If you stayed open and paid your people, you could be eligible for up to $26,000 per employee at covidtaxrelief.org. That's $26,000 per employee. Now, this is not a loan. These are government funds that were set aside under President Trump, and you don't have to pay it back. Now, all types of business, including nonprofits and churches, can be eligible. But you need to apply now because Congress may pull these funds. Now, it's very specific about W-2s and what you had to do to pay your employees. And that's why you need to go to the people at COVIDTaxRelief.com. They know all the technical aspects of this. Now, COVIDTaxRelief.org has helped just in the war room almost 1,400 businesses or not-for-profits just like yours and secured for our folks over $142 million of returns. Now, unlike the other operations out there that do this, covidtaxrelief.org 
They charge nothing, zero up front. They do all the work and share a percentage of the cash that you get. Let me repeat, nothing up front. They do all the work and then share a percentage of money that you were to receive. You did the tough thing for your employees during one of the toughest times in this country's history. Now let covidtaxrelief.org help you get up to 26 grand per employee. Visit covidtaxrelief.org. That's covidtaxrelief.org. Do it today. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% and do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.